Welcome to the Jennings Wire Online Magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Andy Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web, and we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. And today's special guest is Camille Hugh, best-selling author of The Thigh Gap Hack, The Shortcut to Slimmer, Feminine Thighs Every Woman Secretly Desires, which has been featured with Dr. Oz, Cosmo, and Spry Magazine. We'll be talking about the thigh gap trend as well as its misconceptions. So welcome, Camille. Thanks for having me, Stacey. It's our pleasure, and I was really stoked when I saw that we were going to be talking to you today because I think the term thigh gap is very polarizing for people. Why don't you talk about kind of the misconception of thigh gap? To me, when I hear that, I automatically think girls are starving themselves to try and get this gap between their thighs. They're not being healthy about it. They're striving for a certain body image, and they're not going about it the right way. And tell us how you want to put another spin on the thigh gap. Sure. So as you mentioned, there is a misconception that if a woman wants a thigh gap, that it's unhealthy, that the only way she can get one is by starving herself, you know, over-exercising or obsessively exercising, and just doing generally unhealthy things, developing some type of eating disorder. But my whole spin on it is that there's nothing inherently unhealthy about a thigh gap. You know, we're giving too much credit to empty space between the girl's legs. What is unhealthy? is the way that someone decides to go about getting a thigh gap. For one, there are tons of women out there with natural thigh gaps. They can't help it. Even if they didn't want one, they have one because of the way their bodies are shaped. So to say that a thigh gap is unhealthy, and I understand that being the automatic reaction that many people have because it's because of the way the media has really portrayed the thigh gap, the story they've painted around it. But my whole take is that you can get a thigh gap in a healthy manner by watching what you eat and knowing how to exercise in the proper way. And so that's what I talk about in my book. All right, wonderful. Now, you say that 70% of women, even though there's this you know, misconception or stigma swirling around the term thigh gap, that... 70% of women want one. How do you know that to be true? Well, I took a, a poll, and of course, maybe the people who are coming to my website are going to be more likely to uh, agree upon wanting a thigh gap. But in other studies, I've found that in one study particular said that 87% of women actually voted their thighs as their most hated body part, which i thought was pretty shocking. Like that's a really high number. And study after study has shown that the numbers are very high. When people are asked this question, they always choose their thighs as the one place that they are not women are not unhappy that women are not happy with. So I you know, a lot of women just don't like their thighs because by nature our bodies tend to store fat in that area. It's a little bit harder to get rid of the fat in your thighs than anywhere else. Usually it's the last place to lose the fat, you know, when you're on a weight loss journey. 
And so that's why a lot of women I feel are frustrated with their thighs the most. Now, Camille, you mentioned that uh, it's natural for some women just to inherently have a thigh gap. So it's not like they are doing anything to try and work for it. Don't you mm -hmm. think it's natural for some women to not have it and to put a thigh gap as a goal and maybe it's not realistic for some women to try and get that because it's just how their bodies are built. Similar to the other side of the coin you were talking about before, do you think that there's truth in that or do you think that uh, anyone can, can achieve a, a thigh gap? So to answer your question, I do believe anyone who wants a thigh gap can achieve one. There, it can be more difficult for sure for women who I'm one of those women. I have very narrow hips. I don't naturally have the shape that would give me a thigh gap. I have very narrow hips that want my legs to come together a lot closer. So I have to work a little bit harder to, to if I want my legs to look slimmer than they would normally look. Um, so I would say, but I would, to answer your question, yes, anyone can get it. I know because I've gotten it. You know, if a lot of the experts, according to them, it's impossible for me to have a thigh gap. So I do believe if a woman wants a thigh gap, she should be able to try to get one. I don't believe that every woman, you know, should needs one or wants one. I obviously 70% of women want one. That means 30% of women don't want one. I completely understand that. But for those who do want their thighs to be slimmer or want a thigh gap, I think they should have the option to pursue that without being judged, without being called anorexic or having an, being accused of having an eating disorder. I think that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Now let's talk about the healthy way to get that thigh gap, to get that space. And, and really, you know, it's, it's not just the term thigh gap, but it's just slender legs. That's what you're right. looking for. Like you said, a, a more feminine look to your legs, not necessarily bulky or muscular, and not to say you're not strong, but more of that slender leg. What are some tips that you offer? So as with anything, we know that diet is key. And I would say when it comes to getting a thigh gap, diet is about 80% of it. Uh, a lot of the, okay, three of the main components to getting a thigh gap. First, you have stubborn fat on the thighs that you need to move. Second, you may have water retention, a lot of fluid in the thighs that's preventing you from having that slender leg. And then the third thing that most women have is overdeveloped bulky muscles. Like if you work your legs in the wrong way by doing a lot of resistance exercises, that's a problem. So to tackle the first two, which is fat and fluid, you go with diet. And what I recommend is having a low-carb, low-sodium, because the low-sodium is what enables you to, like, really hold on to that water in your body. And carbs and low-sugar is what I also recommend. Carbs and sugar, that's stored as fat, as excess fat. And we know that the fat wants to go to that area because of just nature, mother nature, that's for reproductive purposes. So if you have a diet that's low in carbs, salt, sugar, then you're pretty much good to go. You want to be eating unprocessed whole foods. And then, of course, you need a calorie deficit if you're trying to lose fat. So that's one of the things. The second way is the way you exercise. So as I mentioned before, if you're doing a lot of resistance training, heavy resistance training, high interval intensity type work workouts, like CrossFit, um, 
sprinting, things that are really working those thighs, uh, then you're going to be bulking up the muscle, which is counterproductive if you're looking to get a thigh gap. So I recommend doing lots of stretching types of workouts. So you want to stretch in the morning, stretch in the evening. You want to combine that with instead of working very large muscles, you want to work the smaller muscles. So you're doing kind of like Tracy Anderson-esque type workouts or Kalanetics type workouts. Um, Pilates and yoga is also good. And then finally, you want to have some type of workout that's maintaining your muscle above the legs. So you want to be working out your arms, your back, uh, your abs with light resistance training to maintain the muscle, which will keep your metabolism revving. Well, those are some great ways for our listeners to start their thigh gap journey. <laughs> or maybe it's not a thigh gap journey. Maybe it's just a get healthy and get those legs sexy journey, you know, that kind of a thing. So, uh, Camille, thank you. I want to, uh, of course, invite all of our listeners to get more information on Camille Hugh and her books, The Thigh Gap Hack and The Thigh Gap Diet. You can also pre-order her new workout DVD, Bye Bye Thunder Thighs, at her website, thighgaphack.com, and that's T-H-I-G-H-G-A-P-H-A-C-K, thighgaphack.com. So thank you so much. We appreciate that. You can also contact her through the website or at her email, Camille, C-A-M-I-L-L-E, at thighgaphack.com for consulting. So thanks, Camille. We appreciate you being here. Thank you, Stacey. And this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm, Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Please visit JenningsWire.com. Discover the blogger that's just right for 